Hey there, I'm Grant. And I'm Sarah. This is Unspoken Ag, where two farming friends are tackling the tough issues this generation of farmers is facing. This podcast will cover everything from intricate family challenges to what life looks like after farming and to why young farmers and ranchers are fed up. We are talking about all the stuff no one wants to or they really wish people did. You know, the stuff that keeps you up at night and guzzling coffee in the morning. We're here to let you know you aren't alone. This is Unspoken Egg. Hey there. Uh, welcome back to Unspoken Egg. Uh, this is Sarah here and Grant sitting next to me. And we're going to talk a little bit just about cost of living expenses and how that really affects your farm operation and how that affects what you really want to do in your life and where you want to go and, you know, how you reach those goals. Um, I know we recently signed all of our bank papers and everything and cost of living was something that, you know, they asked for and we have a budget. We use a budgeting app on our phone. We know exactly what's coming in and going out and where we're at every time we do that. You know, every time I get fuel for my vehicle, it goes in the app. And um, it's just interesting, I think, how many people out there don't even budget or know what they have going in and out of their bank account every month. Um, So that's kind of what we're going to chat about today and um, some of the different things that go along with that. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely, you know, when you start start talking about budgeting, I mean, just by looking at your monthly expenses and say like, oh, you know, we eat out five, six times a month or whatever, you know, if you could really, even if you hack that down a little bit, just think you're, you know, you're probably spending $30. So for me, we're a family of two, probably spending $30 every time you go out somewhere. And, at least. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And you know, say take that thirty, you know, times five or whatever it is. I mean, that's that's a pretty good chunk of change that you could be, you know, saving or, you know, putting into something else that you know you probably actually do need, you know, on your operation. Yeah, I know it's kind of one of those like opportunity cost type things, right? That you are choosing what you value with your money. No, so you're valuing going out to eat, or are you valuing the fact that you want to take a vacation, or that you want to, uh, you know, purchase a camper to take your family camping, or you want to invest in new automatic waters for your livestock? I know that's on our goal, our goal sheet. Um, it's been that for been that way for three winters. We need automatic waters. Um, so. You know, I think it's really looking at where you're putting your money and how you really want to spend that. And like you said, I mean, you could buy groceries and make six, seven meals instead, right? I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talk about, so like my wife and I, we'll make a pan of lasagna. And that pan of lasagna could last us three days. And that's me taking lunch to work, potentially having suppers off of them. And, you know, what do we pay? Six, six bucks for that whole thing. Um, you know, so that in itself is, you know, I think is a lot of cost savings, but another thing too, you know, in, t- in today's day and age, you don't need to be driving the newest vehicles either. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, your 2001 Ford F-250 that, you know, has 200,000 miles on it. Um, 
you know, yeah, you probably have to put a little bit of money into it every now and then to keep it on the road, but you're not having that $700 truck payment every month either, which could really, you know, put a dent, a dent in your pocket, you know, especially with what ag prices are nowadays. Yeah, I know I was talking with one of my friends who had bought a new truck recently and his truck payment was literally more than his mortgage. And I about died. Uh, um, you know, I haven't had, we haven't had a vehicle payment in, gosh, two years now, I think. I paid off my Jeep. I paid my Jeep off about two and a half years early, three years early. Um, and I mean, Mark drives a, my husband drives a, 2007 has a the engine only has a hundred and you know twenty five thousand miles on it because we put a new engine in it um but the truck itself probably has a hundred and seventy hundred and seventy five thousand miles on it and it's got rust and everything else but it's it's paid for and I mean my my vehicle too it's a 2008 um hundred and fifty thousand miles on it but again it's it's paid for we can do the maintenance on it and um at the end of the day, your vehicle really just has to get you from point A to point B. I think we, it suddenly has become a status symbol, right? And I think we forget what they were actually created to do. And that was get you where you need to go. Right. And I think a lot, a lot too, with the statement of, and I'm probably, I'm probably going to butcher this, but, you know, living like you're poor. So you have more in your bank account versus, you know, the other way around, you know, trying to make everybody think that you're, you know, totally on top of everything and I'm just living the life. But in reality, you have less than a thousand dollars in your bank account or, or whatever it is where you're living paycheck to paycheck. Oh, but I, I, I have that, you know, 2019, you know, brand new Chevy truck or whatever. So, you know, there's a lot of things just in that, that I mean, who cares in all honesty? Yeah. It's that notion of like wealthy versus rich, right? They're two different things. Um, yeah. And like you said, if you are living paycheck to paycheck and you have these great big things, but what if something were to happen, you know, and you can't float that medical bill or you can't repair your vehicle if something happens or, um, you know, you heaven forbid broke your leg and you can't work for a month. Um, you know, it's stuff like that, that I think people really need to look at what they're spending their money on and their budget and, and what things are looking like and just kind of evaluating that, those numbers. Right. And I, I look too. So, um, I don't farm anymore. Um, I used to farm full time and, uh, you know, I, I left the farm actually in 2016. Um, but I still have my brother-in-law's out. Right. And so I think, I don't know, it's like five, 600 acres, whatever it is. And, their newest tractor is a 1995 case, something or other four wheel drive. Right. Um, then we still do, we cover that, you know, 600 acres with it. And, you know, the rest are, you know, John Deere 4440, or whatever they all are. And the world keeps going around. Things get done. You know, the combine it's uh, I think it's a John Deere 8820. Um, just got it this year. We upgraded from a 7720. So, hey, that, that was a <laughs> Moving on big, up. <laughs> big deal, right? Um, but the world keeps going around. You know, could it be a little bit more efficient? Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it could be. But, you know, for a, a smaller operation, um, you know, those cost savings really help. I mean, all of us, you know, my brother-in-law is included, work off-farm. My father-in-law works off-farm. Um 
get the job done though. And, and that's all that really matters without having a umpteen thousand dollar tractor payment every year or, and, and don't get me wrong. Sometimes you really do need to invest in new equipment to, you know, keep your operation going. Um, Cause things just wear out. I mean, I know they had to get a different planter last this past year. Um, Cause the one that, you know, their grandma and grandpa had forever that they bought, you know, slightly used or whatever it was just literally fell apart. So um, there are things in, you know, in times when you need to spend that money. And I think that kind of goes along too, with just being conscious on, um, you know, we need to spend money on this and probably shouldn't be spending money on, you know, these other things that would, oh, it'd be great to have, but we probably don't need. Yep. You just nailed it. Evaluating those wants versus needs, you know, does your tractor really needs satellite radio um are you paying extra because of the color of the paint uh, you know things like that and yeah definitely buying used um is huge um and just creating the right size for your operation right i think that's a big thing is making sure that the equipment is sized correctly for your operation you know there's a lot of farmers out there that are afraid to pay taxes. <laughs> um, so we buy equipment to avoid paying a little bit in tax. Well, it, it's not the end of the world <laughs> to have to pay some taxes and make sure that you can uh, afford the payments um, for whatever you're buying instead. Um, yeah, I know like Mark and I, uh, we bought a sprayer this past year just to pull behind um, and we paid cash for it. And, uh, you know, we own it <laughs> and because it's the right size for our operation and what we need to do. And um, sure, were there ones that we looked at that said, oh man, it sure would be nice to have something like that. Yeah, but you have to do, you know, what you can actually do. Um, you know, if for some reason, heaven forbid, which has happened to us, mother nature is not so friendly and destroys your crop. Um, you know, crop insurance only goes so far and things like that. So then how are you going to make the payment on a tractor or a combine or whatever it is? Um well, and then on top of that, say you have your family, I have a daycare bill every week or bi-weekly or however that is. Um, so we actually have a daycare at, at our house. And so, you know, we try to make it as affordable as possible and they all do. But when you're, you know, well, Sarah, you, you guys have kids. And so you can probably touch a little bit more on, we know we have this every week or bi-weekly, however you pay, that has to go to that as well. And so cutting down all those extra expenses, you know, you got to think about your kids. Yep. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's the thing, you know, as a parent, I mean, your kids come first, no matter what. I always laughingly tell Mark and I'm like, you know, I don't know the last time I bought myself a new shirt because every time I'm at, you know, a store, it's, oh, I'll pick out a cute shirt for the kids. And then I'll put the one that was $20 back, you know, that I had picked out for me. Um, you know, that's just, that's kind of comes along with the territory of being a parent is, you know, you do want to put your kids first and um, make sure that they're taken care of. And um, yeah, you do, you know, your hard fixed costs and daycare is definitely one of them. Um, you know, your fuel, your grocery bill, um, you know, you can pretty much estimate what you're going to pay in for electricity. And um, so, you know what those are and, and you always factor in some fun money right or some miscellaneous for those things that pop up and you know you don't want to deprive yourself where you're not having any fun in life either it's definitely finding that balance and it takes a little while when you're working on your budget to figure that out but it definitely exists 
Um, but it all, it all talks about like where you want your money to go, right? Um, do you want your money to go back into your operation? Do you want it to create a future for your kids? Or do you want it into, like you said, you know, a brand new truck when that's just going to depreciate real fast mm-hmm. when all it has to do is, you know, get you where you need to go. Right. Um, I know for Mark and I, we follow loosely, I would say, the Dave Ramsey plan. And we've been doing that for a while. And it amazes me how when we've actually looked at how far we've come in our debt. I mean, we only have one left and that is my school loan. <laughs> um, and I kind of call that like the stupid tax, right? The school loan is the stupid tax. Um, I mean, I went to a state school and everything like that. I didn't choose a private school or um, anything like that. And I got two degrees done, but you know, looking back now, I wish I would have just paid in and, you know, made that sacrifice at that time. Um, and there's people that are, whew, man, I've talked to a couple people lately, just, I mean, they're going into their fifties still paying on school loans and mm-hmm. that's rough. So like I said, we've been doing kind of the Dave Ramsey plan and, um, <laughs> if you haven't listened to his podcast yet, I would, cause he definitely lays it out for you. Um, and I think everybody can, you know, if you follow it to the T, you can probably shovel out of your debt a lot faster. But when you farm, there are things that you just don't really work with the plan, right? But you can take a lot of principles from it that'll help you out. Right. And there's definitely ways you know, we could talk about like credit. You know, you're trying to boost your credit at the same time, you know, so we're just in case we need to go, go ahead and do something. But at the same time, you know, like, I know like farm management instructors, I'll tell you off the bat, you know, cut down on your credit card debt. Right. So like for us, like we totally got rid of our credit card, which good, bad. Otherwise we don't have one either right there with you, (laughs) but we're not, I don't have to sit here and worry about paying. I mean, do, do we have auto payments? Yeah, we do. But at the same time, we're trying to cut down on, you know, those, those as much as possible. Um, Like for us right now, we're also concentrating on the fact that my wife's in nursing school. So appropriating money to where it needs to go. And, you know, if you have kids that are a little bit older or if you yourself are, you know, in college and those kind of things, you know, we talk about scholarships all day long too, but those, I mean, anything you can do to help your personal financial situation is something that's going to be a good thing. Um, You know, but so what, through my work, we actually are able to now use um, kind of a financial planning thing as well. I think it's called like Pete the Planner. And with that, you know, it, it labels out the steps on this is the first thing to do, first thing to start tackling. And one of the first things on the list that they give us is, you know, getting rid of your auto payment right off the bat. So going back to what we're talking about, saying you don't need to have the latest and greatest auto and, and whatnot. I mean, that's number one on their list. Um, you know, drive that 2001 Toyota Camry if, if you know, you need to. Whatever. Drive it proudly. Drive it, yeah, <laughs> drive it proudly. Um, you know, there's, there's no shame in, in that at all. Um, you know, my wife and I, we talk all the time about needing to find a new something or other for me. So, so I drive 20 miles to work one way every day, and I do have a pickup. Do I necessarily need a pickup? No, but you know, we're, I was farming and so I I still kind of had my pickup and, and that's just kind of where we're, 
where we're at yet. Um, and we do have a camper. That's what we do for fun. We go camping kind of whenever we can in the summer a few times. Um, you know, and when I help on the farm, it gets used for that. But is that something that I could work on and, and maybe get rid of? Yeah. And we've kind of looked at it. So, um, but yeah, just all these different kinds of things that you can do to, to you know, help yourselves out. And I don't know, like I always kind of say, like, whatever you gotta do to keep on keeping on. So, yep. Just learn to kind of recognize and evaluate and might hurt, might be a little bit of a pinch point for some people, but like you said, if it keeps you keeping on. Right. I mean, we're not at the times of $7 corn right now. Um, so it's just, it's not, it's not as feasible and maybe it is, maybe it is for you. Maybe you've got, you know, something in your, in your back pocket that kind of puts you ahead, which is great. I'm, I'm glad you can. Um, but yeah, just, I, I feel like whatever you can do in today's day and age, and especially for all the what ifs, I mean, you talk about insurance costs, um, you know, like for us, like we, well, I shouldn't say for us, my wife, since she's in school for nursing, she has to be under something other than what I am, which I'm under, uh, you know, a, a Christian healthcare type deal. Um, so I'm not paying as much, you know, but the way it all works is a little bit different and, and whatnot. But for me, I look at that as a cost savings for me because I'm not spending $360 a month on my insurance to have a $6,000 deductible either. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could talk about anything all day long about ways to save money, things that we try to do, you know, I mean, I could talk about like dog food. I really look at the cost of dog food, <laughs> right? you know, I mean, my, I go through, my dog probably goes through a bag every six weeks or whatever it is. Um, but trying to outweigh the cost of the food over, you know, quality, right? So and puppy dog snuggles. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I guess just to kind of wrap stuff up is just you know really evaluate your cost of living expenses. Your money and where you put it is gonna you know show what you value in your life. Um, so where do you want your money to go? Um, and sometimes it's it's hard. It's it's making tough choices. Um, like I said, I mean, we drive two vehicles with rust on them, but get us to point A and point B and wherever we need to go. And um, it definitely is just evaluating where you want your money to go in your life. One, two, I think like for us, like well, we're nearing our 30s, some a little bit sooner than others, but <laughs> retirement. I mean, so like right now, like I'm trying to get myself set up for my retirement age if I get 67. You know, and we, I feel like, you know, we need to think about someday there might not be social security for us. So think about it. I mean, do you really want to be working your butt off when you're 75? Um, you know what I mean? It's, it sucks to have to throw that money into something, but at the same time, you know, you can, hopefully you can enjoy a little bit of time off and when you're, when you're getting up there too. So like I said, we could talk all day about all this jazz and all this stuff. Um, but these are just, you know, a few things that, that we feel anyways, that, um, you know, could help you throughout your lives. And like I said, this is what we feel. Um, everybody kind of has their own opinion too, but it's working for us, I think. So until next time, this is unspoken ag.